What's up? Way I saw it, listeners. <laughs> um, it's been quite a couple days since I talked to y'all last. Um, so ended up getting quite a few messages that we'll get into today, asking questions about getting on and and everything. Um, with you know a charter boat and. But before I get into any of that, so let's see, three three days ago, I had an eight-hour trip. So I get there, wake up at four in the morning, get to the boat, get everything ready, and uh, just wasn't a good day. Stuff didn't really happen the way it should. Nobody's in a good mood. It was just miserable. Um, people just not knowing how to fish, whatever. So, we ended up catching like, I don't know, 42 beeliners or something. We caught some amberjack and some snapper, but they weren't big enough or we couldn't keep them with the season. Um, We did catch a couple of, uh, we limited on our trigger fish and stuff. But anyway, so we go to the marina. Um, I'm cleaning fish at this new marina, and a guy, he felt like, I don't know what the deal was, but he was like, here, let me help. You got a knife? And I was finished. I had like three or four more fish to clean. And um, so I'm talking to him. I've got my electric knife because on those beeliners, I can just zip through them with an electric knife opposed to just using a fillet knife, having to, you know, sharpen it while you're going and stuff. And uh, get done with my last fish. He's got two fish over there he's grabbed he's still working on. And I'm trying to show him how to clean them, you know. And he was talking to me, asking me questions. And I looked up, and the uh, the plug-in was right by, like, my knees. Unplugged what I thought was the cord to the electric knife. Um, but it wasn't. It was to a light. And then I've got to take the blades off my knife every time that I... Uh, I'm blanking here. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Every time, so because, you know, they'll get sticky and then it won't work anymore. So I had to take the blades off. So I had my glove on, and I grabbed the blades, and it wasn't coming out. And I was pulling on it, and I pulled that trigger and cut my finger all the way around to the bone. And it was so bad. Oh, my gosh. Blood was spewing everywhere. You know, I've got fish guts and squid on my hands, like, not a clean situation. So, I I just asked the clients. I was like, "What uh do y'all have a rag or something I can wrap this in?" They were like, "What are you going to do?" I was like, well, "I don't I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to go to the hospital, you know." And apparently, I took an ex Navy SEAL fishing and like an EMT and two nurses. They're like, "Well, we can sew you up." And I was like, do what? They said, yeah, I got a stitch kit in the truck. I was like, come on, save me that $500 copay. What I didn't know was the stitch kit that they had was for a chest wound, and it was six years old. So I go in the bathroom. My finger is like apart. They're like, you got to wash it out, try and get some of that fish juice and all that off your hands. So go in the bathroom, get some of that dull soap, 
pump it on my finger. It burns like I don't even know what. And I'm just sitting there kind of freaking out, just trying to just go with it. And uh, clean it out and go back. And this Navy SEAL takes this chest wound stitch kit and just starts pushing it through my finger, sewing me up. I think it's like 11 stitches in my finger. And, oh, I was sober. Oh, my gosh. It was, oh, every time they pushed that needle through. And the stitches were, like, old. So they'd push the needle through, and then they'd go to tie it, and it'd break because it was so old. Then they had to steri-strip the sides, and it was just such a mess. And then I had to, still had to go, you know, dump all my fish and go clean the boat and put everything up for the day. And, man, I, I just got down bad, like. I almost went home. I was like, this is just, I don't even know. Like, it was just a rough day. I mean, people still tip me and stuff, but I don't know. Between getting yelled at, oh, and I I had a cast net that morning. Never thrown a cast net in my life. He knew that. And uh, he throws it out and puts, a, puts the uh, lanyard on a slip knot, puts it around my hand, and says, pull it up when I tell you. I was like, all right. We was underneath the bridge at the pass, and uh, I'm waiting for him to tell me something, and he backs up, and when he does, it gets hung on something in the bottom, right? So my hand is going, like, getting pulled down into the water, and then it gets wrapped in the prop, so then it's really pulling me down in the water. So I take my razor knife, and I just cut it, because, I mean, like, it was dragging me in the water, and uh, he was just like, you know that was a blank and blank $200 cast. Like it was just a rough day from the very beginning getting yelled at in front of client. Like it just sucked. And I was just like, dude, I literally just cut my finger off (laughs) and I'm still having to do both. Like it was just, it was a rough freaking day. So for the past couple days, I have literally done nothing. I, I don't know if I'm just recouping from all of this, work that I've been doing every day and then it's just like all hit me at once but I've just been so tired I've just been like laying in the bed can't play guitar and that was like the only thing that I could do because I don't really know that many people here so I don't know it just sucked because like all I could do all I really do is uh, I'm either on my Mac just messing with pictures and stuff or playing guitar or messing with photoshop but i've already got all my pictures done so like (laughs) there's just been nothing to do and you know i i don't know i don't know so i've just been watching tv and haven't felt good about myself this week um i've been alone for like i don't know two and a half weeks now my old lady hasn't come down and so it just sucks not getting any interaction with anybody because like I don't know I don't know it gets it gets old for sure um so I've been going to bars <laughs> for the past like two nights probably not the best thing but anyway uh, I don't know what do you do like that's the only way that I know to meet people and I met some deckhands down here when I was cleaning fish and it was just like I was talking to him, and then next thing I know, I'm getting freaking sewed up by my clients. You know, like not a not a very good icebreaker, I guess. Um, 
But I mean, that's that's part of being on the road, you know. Like whenever you have, whenever you're guiding ducks, you know, you have you have guides that are there with you, or some places you have guides, you know, or you're kind of with your clients, and it doesn't feel like you're just by yourself. But here, like, I'm either say I have a six hour trip, I'm there for two hours before the trip starts by myself, getting everything ready. Then I'm there with all the clients for the six hours, clean the fish with them, and then I've got like another two hours, you know, that I'm by myself again, and then go to my apartment where I'm by myself, and then if I don't have a trip that day, like, the other day, there was literally, I swear, I probably didn't say a word, like, the whole day, and I don't know, like, I met some people last night that turns out they live in the same apartment complex as I do, and I mean, I I meet people but then at the same time they're just like they're on vacation down here so they leave so like I've gained some people that listen to the podcast and you know follow WRGO from you know people I've met down here but they just don't live here so I don't know but I mean that's part of it and then whenever you're you got days off you just spend money because really the only thing to do down here is just like go to bars (laughs) <laughs> or go to the beach and I'm not going to the beach by myself I guess that sucks so I mean that's just something you kind of got to look into I've had some questions where it was like how can I get started on the whole deckhand deal thing and uh, that's part of it I mean you you might be able to get some friends to come down with you and maybe they can get a job too but I didn't I didn't have it like that I didn't have anybody that move you know eight hours away so you just kind of take it how you can get it try and you know start some good good hobbies where you're kind of using your time even though you're by yourself but I mean that I feel like that's what makes that's what makes the person you know whenever you're by yourself it seems like you get more done but you just kind of had to stay in a positive mindset like with the week I've had this week it was just like kind of brought me down so I was just kind of negative and trying to trying to still stay positive but I don't know. It was, it was pretty tough. Um, I had some some messages on Instagram this uh, since the last making sure that's still recording since the last podcast. Uh, one of them was he's asking about the podcast, and I don't know if he's listening or not, but he said how was it compared to Tennessee you hunting in Arkansas with the flyway up there? It's kind of, kind of messed up, but, um, I definitely killed more ducks in Arkansas than I killed in Tennessee. I mean, like if you're in West Tennessee, you're killing ducks that break off the flyway. Whenever you're in middle Tennessee, you're killing the ducks that broke off the flyway that broke off the flyway you know what i mean like they're just like we kind of are in a funnel but it's still it's really tough i mean it's just like hunting in georgia i think that's where that boy was from and uh i mean you're just gonna kill wood ducks and you know you'll have diver holes you'll kill mallards when it gets cold gadwalls there's a lot more gadwalls um in middle tennessee but that was one of them uh see here another one 
he said, uh, really looking for someone to help me get started, let me work under them. Saw your TikTok, figured I'd reach out, see if you can give some advice or some help. Um, so I guess some people think like I I own some kind of outfitter and I don't. Uh, and that's the glory of getting started. Like you don't really have to have a lot of money. Like you have to be good at calling ducks and you have to kind of have some videos to show your outfitters like, hey, I can work these ducks and kind of prove to them that you can, uh, you're good with people because that's like a big deal. If, if you can't talk to new people all the time, like that's one thing I'm not good at a lot of things, but I'm pretty outgoing. You know, I can talk to new people and I can make a friend no matter where I'm at. And, uh, that's what you got to be as a guy. And I mean, people that suck that you just hate, you've just got to put on a face and daggum just try and make them, make them happy with you because uh <laughs> if you don't you're not going to get tipped you're they're going to go to the outfitter and they're going to tell you you wasn't worth crap and uh then it's then you're fired you know so uh i had one i had some doctors this year from ohio one was a dentist one was a surgeon and another one was some kind of investor or something and i took them out that morning they kept missing ducks uh but I just stayed kind of cool about it. And uh, he turns to me and he said, you know, I had a son like you. He was just too dumb for college. And I was like, what the heck? You know, like, why would you say that to your God, you know, for the day? Like, I, I didn't say anything bad to him. He was just like, you just don't look like the top that's smart enough to go to college. Not like, how do you take, how do you turn that around and not make that like a hostile situation? Like in a regular like if we weren't hunting together I would freaking be pissed you know so I mean you just got to deal with people like that I had somebody tell me this year they were like we know we're missing ducks but you should be able to bring all the ducks down for us to shoot them the frequency of your calling is off they've never hunted before from Miami like you just kind of got to get good with people um I don't know. It's tough. Let's see what else we got. Uh, this guy said he applied at two different positions down at the beach to be on a boat. Same situation, I guess you were. Ain't happy with what I'm doing, but I'd love to get down there. Do you have any advice for getting a job? Um, and I texted him back, but I'm telling you, it's the same as an outfitter. When And in the last podcast I had, I was talking about how I was literally homeless and just had to call every single outfitter. And I was like, I don't care if it sucks. Like, if this dude is literally the worst person on the planet, I can suffer through it for 60 days to have a background to where I can go and God, because now, you know, with the experience, that's what people are looking for. They're looking for experienced guides to, you know, hunt for them. So you're going to have to go, you're not going to be able to go to like Cadillac Creek or these really big, you might be able to, I mean, I had a really good outfitter that I worked for my second go around, but that like the first time it was with a piece of crap, but 
you also have to watch um you have to watch getting with somebody that has a bad reputation because that sticks to you as a god and people are kind of going to blacklist you and say oh he was working for that piece of crap and he was all right with it you know what what's he going to let slide in my outfitter so that's why I left that one job. I could I could have made it through and just not cared and just hunted, you know, and made my money, but it would have been it'd have been terrible. You know, I made probably ten times the money at the next one as I would have for them and I have a good reputation now instead of a bad reputation. And how I got on fishing down here, I didn't know a soul. I knew two people or actually one person no two two people down here um that came to the lodge a couple times during season and one's a deckhand and one's a captain but i didn't even know that he was a captain at the time like i just talked to him literally twice and that's why i ended up staying with for a week till i found my apartment but um you just have to call like we live in such a good generation where you can get on your phone and all of the businesses are going to have their contact info. It doesn't matter how big they are. If you find a you know, a charter boat that's got 100,000 followers on Instagram, it doesn't care. I mean, I'm retarded. Okay, it doesn't matter because they're going to have their contact info because they have to book clients. So if you just call the same number that they're booking through and then just say, look, a lot of these people don't want somebody that has been on other boats. Like, if it's a respectable captain, like, I've got a respectable captain now where he is the best down here. So, he doesn't want somebody that's been taught a bunch of bad habits where they're tying knots wrong and they're strong-headed about something. He wants somebody that doesn't know what they're doing and then can just be taught along the way. And it's, I mean, it's a lot more stressful not knowing what I'm doing going out every day, but... I've learned so much in the last two months, you know, you've got, I mean, you got to learn somehow, like, how do you think all these big gods that are on Instagram and all these big, you know, fishing people made it, you know, that are 23, 24 years old, they literally started as nothing unless they had like parents or something in the industry, which those don't even count because they didn't have to work for it, but I don't know. I probably shouldn't have said that, but you have to start somewhere. And if you're working a job where you're making $12 an hour or something and you're scared to leave that job, dog, literally McDonald's is paying 13 right now. So why not be in the place where you want to be? If you're living in freaking Ohio, I just, nothing against Ohio, but I just hated Ohio. I had to go up there anyway. If you're living in Ohio and you hate Ohio, why are you live working at a job that pays less than what you could make down here? You could work at Ron John's and make 14 an hour. So, <clears throat> I don't know. You're just going to have to kind of put your nuts on the line and just kind of go for it. Because if it, like the way I saw it, whenever. I was at my job. Okay, I was making good money out of high school, and I was—I literally told myself when I was in high school, I'm going to work for this company out of maintenance school. I'm going to save up money 
till I have enough to pay cash to build my shop house. That was my, like ever since I was 15, that was my goal. I was just going to keep doing that. Had people tell me I'd be good at it. And that's, that's what my mindset was. And when I got on, I was just trying so hard to like be this person that, you know, of people I was working with, like they're 40, 50 years old. They got their house. They've got, you know, toys. They go riding on the weekends. Like this is what I want to be. And the more time I spent with these people, the more time that I realized how miserable they were. Like, I don't know. Like they were always just talking about how, how they hated their wives. Half of them, you know, whatever. But like their kids were just disappointments and this, that, and the other, like, why would you want to be like that? And you know, if you're working with somebody that's 50 years old, yeah, they might not be as good as with money, but you can see what that job will get you. And if it doesn't get you what you want, then why are you putting time in? I mean, who cares if you like it? If you're not, the whole American dream is based on struggling for a while till you figure it out and then just keep on hitting it and beating that dead horse till you finally get where you want to go. Like, yeah, I'm not going to lie to y'all. This freaking sucks. <laughs> I mean, I love the fishing part, but you know, I'm away from everybody I know. Now hunting like duck, gotten ducks. I would do that for free in a heartbeat, but I've never really loved the beach. Like I liked it, but my parents made me stay down for a month every year. I was homeschooled, so I had to stay. My, they would always go look at lighthouses, and I'd always just go out on the beach and either surf or fish. But at the end, like I was ready to get home. I love Tennessee, you know? So this is definitely not where I want to live, but this is how you make it happen. You know, this is a summer gig, and I'm not, you know, I'm not pouring concrete back home or something I'm still building the brand I'm beating that dead horse until I make something you know and I mean I'm not ashamed of how this podcast doesn't have a lot of listeners I feel like I'm getting better and better every episode I mean I wouldn't even want to listen to my first podcast I don't listen to any of my podcasts because I could there's no way I could make it through it but you just have to just keep on and like I tell people that and I got into a conversation last night to like two in the morning where it was just he was talking about he was a football player and he plays college ball and he was like dude I hate playing football and I was like well yeah you know but but you gotta do what you gotta do and he was like I don't even know what I'm going to school for in college like this is football is all I know and all I know is I just want to kill ducks and I was like okay, then, I mean, I guess get out of college. I'm not saying quit your freaking college gig, but if you have a job that you can get a hundred times over, why not risk it? The worst that can happen is you just go broke, you know? Um, anyway, I'm not preaching at you or nothing. That I don't know, but it's tough, man. Like people, they always tell me, yeah, you're living the dream. You're living the dream. Yeah. But go be alone for, you know, six months at a time. Have your friends come down every, you know, month or so. And just everybody that you know is living a life and you're separated from that. And it's just, it's kind of a hard thing, but I'm not going to complain. 
because uh, that's that's dumb. <laughs> Complaining is like such a weak thing, you know. Like I met a guy this week, and he was sixty years old. He quit his job at thirty, and he just lives on a sailboat. And he said he doesn't like he lives below poverty level on money like all he does he's got solar panels on the boat he's got a generator when he needs to run ac and he'll just go out for three months at a time he said he met people down at the keys where they just take people diving they'll make i think he said like 120 something thousand a year just taking people out on the boat with hookah rigs you know where there's just a big oxygen tank and all the things they'll go down to the reef and he'll take them out in the sailboat they pay like $1,000 a piece for a half day to do that. I mean, you can literally do whatever the hell you want to do. I'm serious. Like, I wouldn't be scared to just, on a whim, just go move to Colorado and find a job up there if that's what I wanted to do. But I've already done that. I've already done the ranch work and and all that, and that's really cool. But I just really want to focus on the hunting side of this. And the fishing is kind of like... I love the like bass fish and I love the the charter fishing but I mean this is work duck hunting is fun you know but you have to do things sometimes that are hard because it makes you a better person this has made me so much better with people and it just makes you stronger as an individual whenever you just have you there and then you you kind of like start thinking to yourself what you need to do next and just how you need to make it happen you know because when you're at your job and you have a dream you can think it but you're like you can put that to the side because you have the job you know you're still doing this but the minute you quit your job your dream becomes serious you have that is now your job you know so you have to be just keep going never stop I mean there will be nights whenever you're as a deckhand you'll have you know a 24 hour a 36 hour whatever a three day trip and then you'll have five hours to recuperate and then you have to get up the next morning and then you have to go and fish again I mean it never stops and it's not for two months like duck season it's six months like at the end of this week I either have two six hours or a 12 hour every day for two months so whenever you have 12 hours of work, you're getting there two hours before and then you're gonna be there two hours after, right? So you'll be working 16 hour days for two months, but at the end of that, you're gonna make enough money where like at the end of this, I'm probably buying a new truck, you know? And like the money's crazy. I mean, you're not gonna make that anywhere else. Not fishing, I promise you. You're not gonna make it hunting. I don't care if you own an outfitter. Well, okay, an outfitter would make more, but same as a captain. I mean, but you're going to freaking work for it. And so if this is what you want to do, I don't really know why you're not calling. You, you just got to do it. You know, and maybe your parents don't approve. Maybe you got a girlfriend back home. I got a girlfriend back home, and it sucks. It sucks so bad, and I hate being alone. Especially when she's eight hours away. I hate not being able to see her for, you know, a week, two weeks, a month at a time. 
But it's just how it has to be because ain't nobody making it big doing construction work in your hometown or, you know, whatever. You might find a niche, but you're not going to, you're not ever going to have your 60 days off working a job like that for duck season. I don't know. I mean, man, it's, it's just hard. It's hard. And to answer that question, you just have to call, man. Like literally right now I can get on Safari and say like, where do you want to, where do you want to charter at? Okay. Say you want to be at the keys. So you say Key West fishing charters, right? And then on Google, it's going to have a thing of every single freaking fishing charter that's worth a crap on that page. And you start at the top call. Hey, you know, my name's Trayton. I'm 21 years old. Like this was what I'd say. 21 years old. Uh, I'm a duck guide. I had a maintenance job and I quit and now I'm just on the road. I have a maintenance degree so pretty much anything that breaks on that boat I can fix. Um, I've never been on a boat before but I'm willing to learn. I've fished some tournaments and I've fished my whole life but never on a you know on a charter boat and I just love to learn. I'd love get, to get the opportunity to come fish. You tell them that and they'll say well I got a deck hand right now but I can let you know alright write them off if they need you they'll call you but I guarantee you they'll get that wheel turning in that head you know and there's a lot of people down here that don't have like deck hands like with me being off with my finger right now my boss had to find somebody and he had a really hard time finding a deck hand and there's people that just freelance like they don't even have a boat They'll just be at the docks and they'll kind of tell everybody like, hey, if you if your deckhand ever needs a day off, just holler at me. You know, and when there's 40 to 60 boats out there, you know, almost every day you can get a you can get a trip if you want to. And it's just like the first day you come somewhere. Like I was staying at a buddy's house, but I had to be out of his house before, you know, they left for work and I didn't have anything to do. So I just kind of rode around, and you're you're gonna spend some money. So have some money saved up. Um, just kind of messing around and stuff, and kind of getting your bearings because you're gonna have to buy, you know, knives and this, that, and the other. But you just gotta start calling people. If this is what you want to do, if you want to be a duck guide, shoot. Look, where do you want to go? You want to go to you know Oklahoma, Kansas, Arkansas, West Tennessee. You just got to start calling. And then if that doesn't work out, get on Instagram. Go find Outfitters in Arkansas. Look up hashtags. Follow people. And if if you have videos of you killing ducks or you have videos of you killing geese, working birds, and you can like and you have pile pictures, that helps your case so much better because if you're just some dude from some state, you know, and you say I just always wanted to guide ducks, they're probably not going to hire you. You know, like you really have to prove yourself, because um, you got to be different than than the people that come through. Because you know, if you're going to an outfitter, you want that guide to know everything. You know, they're going to ask you questions all day long. You know, why are we not seeing ducks? What kind of ducks are those? Why are they up high? You know, why is this? Why is that? 
you what do you think about the mojos out there? I mean, you just really have to know what you're doing. And then down here, you really don't. Like, you're just a deckhand. You're there to untangle people's stuff, dehook fish, keep a fish count, cut bait, you know, bait people's hook when you don't have a whole lot of people on the boat. Um, you know, gaff fish, uh, just keep fixing stuff that's when they're breaking off. You're going to have to hook some fish for people, get that head turned, dig them reel up, hand it off, you know. You're going to, I mean, it's a it's a job. And then, you know, you got to clean the fish. And come snapper season, you're going to be able to charge for that fish cleaning. Like, I think for a cart, it's like $50 a cart. So you got three carts, that's 150 bucks on top of your tip. They're going to tip you 15 to 20% most of the time. And if you don't get it there, get it on fish cleaning, on the on the tail end. Try and get 20% on every trip. And I promise you, you're going to make more money unless you have, like, a really, really good job. I mean, you're going to you're gonna work for it. But it'll be worth it. You know, people pay to go out on, on the boats every day to go catch fish. And here you are. You're going to get paid to do exactly that. Yeah, you might not be you know reeling up these fish but on the big fish you're going to be the one that is on that rod and you're going to be the one that hooks them you're going to be the one that gets them halfway to the boat you're going to hand the rod off for them to do the easy part and then you've got to get that fish up that's your fish pretty much you know and you got paid you made their day when they catch a big fish and you're getting to see it every day so you're getting to see it. like all kinds of rare stuff come up i've seen fish where the captain didn't even know what it was some kind of reef fish you know it you just never know and uh you know you're gonna you're gonna drink about a gallon of water a day you're gonna get sunburned a couple times if you're like me i freaking put sunscreen on every day i still burn in my face sometimes you're gonna meet some really cool people and you're gonna meet some people that suck and for some reason here lately people from west virginia have been the death of me but they were still all right. You know, you just kind of got to be tough if you're going to go on the road. If you're going to be by yourself, you know, you just got to be next level. You got to be hard. You got to just not get tired because, you know, if you get a deckhand job and you don't show up, you sleep in, all right, I've got a six-month lease here, and if I get fired, I'm going to have to go home. So my deposit was 1240 I lose that. I have to pay another month's rent to get home. So that's what, twenty four hundred and eighty dollars if I don't if I can't make this work. So it takes you know, it takes a little bit. You know, say you're above twenty six, you probably don't have insurance. You know, so say you do cut your finger, you're gonna have to do something like I did, where you have some random Joe Blow sew you up while you're there's no numbing or nothing. So that's what life's about. The minute that you get soft and you get complacent I mean for a lot of people that's perfectly fine but I don't think that's how it's supposed to be I, I really think that you're supposed to just chase after it and if you freaking lose then you just chase after it again and you just never stop you just keep beating that dead horse until something comes out you know I've met so many cool people being on the road where they were just like I just wasn't happy I didn't I didn't want to do the regular thing, you know? I didn't want to go be a freaking whatever. 
and some people it takes you know maybe you're just gonna suffer through it for a couple years and you're finally gonna get tired of it and you're gonna say this is it I've literally like I don't care about money anymore it doesn't mean anything to me I just want the experience I want the stories and I want to be that 60 year old man that's got his camo on and getting videoed you know just going to kill a turkey and they ask me well what'd you do to your finger right there <laughs> well I grabbed an electric knife and cut it all the way around I had a navy seal sew me up you know that I wouldn't take that back for the world you know but you just gotta be you gotta be that next level and I mean people ask me how did how do you get started that's how you just gotta call you gotta want it you know and it might not work out and like when it didn't work out that first time I wanted to go home everybody told me go home try it next year I'd already quit my job and everybody knew what I was doing there ain't no way I'm going home I'm gonna keep freaking beating that dead horse till I can't anymore I don't care if I got negative money I will do whatever it takes to make this happen you know and that's how you've got to be if you get down somewhere and you're eight ten hours away from home at a guide service and it doesn't work you either have to make that work or you got to find something else or go home but I promise you at the end of that time you're gonna look back and you're gonna say man I'm so glad I did that you know at the time I was so freaking upset that I just I didn't make it on my first go around and everybody told me you know you're not gonna make any money at this and and I was like they were right you know I'm gonna go back and everybody's gonna just say I'm retarded and but hey it did because I took those extra steps I kept calling people that's just what you got to do man I'm telling you if you want to go be a freaking mountain bike guide and you ain't never done it before if you call enough mountain bike outfitters one of them is going to say, all right, get over here, and I'll try you out. You can literally do whatever you want. My buddy just moved up to Wyoming for the summer to freaking work on a golf course and play golf. That's that's what he wanted to do. He's, he was like, Trayton, I just really liked what you did, and so I'm, I'm just going to try it. I'm going to do it. That's freaking awesome. That's something that you'll never get back. Would you rather spend two months at a job you hate or just try it? Shoot for the moon. And I like it. I, I kind of feel like I want to end on that. Sorry that I was kind of preaching. I'm just not really in the right mindset today. Um, shoot for the moon, guys. I'm telling you. You won't regret it. And, I mean, if you're doing it, I want to, I want to hear about it. Just uh, follow up with me. Uh, you can message me on WRGO Outdoors, uh, or I've got, a, like I said, I've got the podcast. Y'all feel free to follow that. I'll be posting clips and stuff from the podcast uh, the way I saw it on Instagram or my personal account, uh, Trayton Stimmers. You can DM me on any of those. Uh, I'm on TikTok, and I think I've got my Snapchat mixed in there, too, if y'all want to see just daily uh, stuff on the boat like I I fill my story up so uh, I think it's on my personal account on Instagram the snapchat link or whatever so so yeah y'all follow that up um, feel free to ask me questions and if you want me to answer it on the podcast I'm I'm the world's worst about making them long text on 
DM. So if you want it just in a podcast style, I'll, you know, share it on here and I'll give y'all my opinions. And if y'all have any questions, just let me know. It's been great talking with y'all. Thanks for listening. We'll see you.